Welcome to Element, the student ministry of Third City Christian Church. To find out more, go to thirdcitychristian.org backslash students. So we get to talk this week about something that happened last week. We've been talking a lot about stepping into the gap and what that looks like and being, being in an uncommon situation there where we see a need and we step towards it. And that's something that a few of you did last week on this mission trip to Houston. If you went on the mission trip, can you just stand real quick? Just stand up. Thanks for going. Thanks for going. Appreciate it. Appreciate it. You can sit down. I just wanted to give you a moment to see who, who chose to do that. So uh, we're going to get started. I got some really fun questions to ask these guys about their trip. And uh, Jacob, could you just kind of fill us in on what you guys did and why you did it? Yeah, so essentially we went, uh, we worked in this neighborhood. And so we didn't really clean up hurricane debris. It mm-hmm. essentially was construction debris from the hurricane. So we're in this, this uh, neighborhood and they have all this like plywood tile, all this just junk that was kind of moldy that the city of Houston doesn't take care of. Their, their trash men won't pick it up. And so each of mm. these families, it costs them around $500 to clean up this construction debris. And so that's mainly the awesome. premise of what we kind of cleaned up. Uh, we filled like five big construction dumpsters full of this stuff. So awesome. Yeah, Hey, snaps for that. Snaps for that. I'm going to have all of you stand up and pull your chairs forward about a foot, and that way we'll be in the light. It looked like one of those, like, you had to hide their identity while they, I was on the way down to Houston. Just kidding. All right, so now I'm, like, behind you guys, so i got to adjust. I'm going to start with you, Gracie. I'm going to start with you, so if you'd pass her a microphone, that'd be awesome. Um, we're going to dive right in. What did you learn about yourself while you were in Houston? What did you learn about Gracie? Um, I would have to be, uh, that when, as we were kind of going through the neighborhoods, um, all the na- uh, houses just look normal. And so I even mentioned that to one of the leaders, I was driving, mm. um, the van and it just kind of made me realize that when we look at people, we kind of judge them from the outside about how they look, but the inside of these houses were just broken and destroyed. Yeah. And it was so heartbreaking because there was, um, you know, you saw that destruction but on the outside. It looked completely normal and fine. Hmm. So it was just kind of not just prejudging all those yeah. type of so things. So what did that help you learn about you? Like, what did, that, what did that show you? What did you learn from that that applies to your perspective of your life? You know, taking a look at everyone just in this room and around and just knowing that, they might look fine on the outside, hmm. but they're still broken. Wow, yeah, that's, that's a big um, a metaphor that can <laughs> translate to a lot of our lives. I think a lot of us, we look okay on the outside, but maybe on the inside they're completely broken down, right? Reed, next up. Everybody snaps for Reed. Wow, wow, what a guy. I'll have you hold the microphone up to your chin just so you know. Reed, what did you learn about yourself on this trip? What was the one thing that stood out to you? Um, I would say what stood out to me about myself was that we kind of, we have it, we, we have it good. There you go. There you go. <laughs> we have it good. Just uh, rest that thing right here. I don't like okay. um, But you have to. Okay. Um, just seeing all the debris and all the people that just were desperate to get help because they didn't have the money to fix it. It yeah. just, it, we have it good, I guess, is what I felt from that. that yeah. We're doing the little bit, but it means a lot more to them than like we can feel. Yeah. What did you learn about 
where you're at in life specifically? Like, how does that apply to your life now? Yeah, yeah. Um, like, you said you're more thankful for things yeah. than you thought you were. Like, what does that look like in your life? Um, just doing little things here might mean a lot more there. So Nice. I feel, yeah. Awesome. Thanks. Yeah. Brian. Everybody snaps for Brian. Brian, a lot of these students might not know you. If you would introduce yourself and kind of tell them who you are, what you do, and, and your role here at the church as an elder and what that looks like and kind of put it in, the, in their terms of how they would understand your role. My name is uh, Brian Stutzman, and I am a battalion chief with the Grand Island Fire Department here. Been with them for 33 years. <laughs> so uh, uh, here at the church, I uh, serve as an elder, uh -huh. which kind of just helps guide the church and, yeah. and uh, makes things possible for all these guys. Right. Right. So the, I, I would explain the elder, the group, as is, is people who are called by God to have this 35,000 foot of everything that's happening here, element included, and give vision and direction to that, and then pray for not only like Josh Jacob, but J I always want to say Josh Jacob Jingleheimer Schmidt when I say <laughs> You know, and, and all of us that, that are, are leading ministries, but also for you guys who are here on Wednesday nights, they're constantly thinking about you guys and what you guys need and how we can um, help you guys in your faith. So thank you, Brian, for willing to be in that kind of role in leadership, right? Um, Brian, what did you see on this trip um, that surprised you that was uncommon about the students here at Element, and especially the students that went on this trip, and like your expectations versus what actually happened? Can you talk to us a little bit about that? Yeah, I tell you, I was... Uh very, very impressed. As a matter of fact, when we got back, I told Josh, I said, uh, what I was impressed with is I seen in these kids that went with us uh, a sense of spirituality that I never had at, at this age. Hmm. We yeah. were talking one night uh, about, you know, what we've seen that day. And, yeah. and uh, one of the kids said, you know, we didn't see that many homeowners. Yeah. Uh, so we really didn't get any kind of reward, but he goes, I know my reward's coming later on, and I just wow. that floored me. Wow, that's you know? so mature to know that, okay, so what I'm doing right now, I don't get any return for. There's nothing tangible in my hands, no person's hand to shake or anything, yeah. but just to know that this is, a, that's, the, that's the posture of a kingdom worker, Absolutely. really, is someone looking forward to that reward someday. You know, that's, yeah. that's just it, yeah. We don't want to do these things and say, look at what I've done. We, we want to do it. God sees it, and God's going to reward us later on. Yeah, tomorrow. yeah, that's wise. That's wise. And Jacob. then uh, oh, the other thing I seen down there, too, was such a sense of hopelessness. I've been to, like, Joplin, to Moore, Oklahoma, and where there's total destruction. Yeah, after tornadoes, and, right? And, yeah. and they were, you know, those people, they were... Uh, they weren't near as hopeless as some of these people we've seen. Yeah. We walked up, picked up trash. That's all we did is picked up trash. They come out and they were crying. Huh. Because there was, they were so um, thankful for just doing yeah. that little thing. Because yeah. there's, there, there's a lot of hopelessness down there right now. Yeah. There's, there's something so powerful in this moment where you realize someone notices you. And does something for you. And I think that shows heaven on earth more than so many more gestures, right? That, yeah, that's what those people told me. Man. These kids are showing yeah. God's love right yeah. now. Um, 
Jacob. Everybody snaps, Jacob. Um, sometimes I forget that Watsy baby here um, isn't, isn't a grown man yet. How old are you? Like 19? 21. 21. I'm 21. Um, so so here's something really interesting about what, what Watson did. He's, he's a resident here. That means he's still going to college to do ministry. And, and we kind of like dump trucked him and said, hey, lead a mission trip. And just like set him up to fail. You know what I mean? Yeah. But, like, but set him up to succeed too, to like venture into that. So here's the thing. There's some people in this room that remember when Watson was in the student ministry in those chairs, right? There's some of you out there. And so here's one of you a few years later doing something like this. So just let that show you that that's possible, okay? You can do kingdom impacting things and you don't have to, um, you know, travel all over the world or do whatever. Like uh, Watson, great job, great job. I know it wasn't perfect. I know someone got some stitches, but, you know, like whatever, whatever. What was it like, um, what was it like mobilizing the church towards an action of serving? What was that like in your, yeah. in your eyes? So, like, like you said, like, when you, when I first came on, you guys uh, kind of dump trucked it on me. You know, my face kind of <laughs> went like, okay. Uh, luckily, I, you know, I had a, you know, Michael Stanton was kind of going to partner with me in leading the mission, uh, the student missions or, uh, program. Yeah. And then, you know, he, like, three months before the mission trip, he's like, you know, man, I can't go on this mission trip. I'm going to have a baby. And so, so he had a baby in, in February or whatever, but, and, and so like, I was, that's the guy's version of celebrating childbirth. <laughs> he had a baby in yeah. February or whatever. <laughs> whatever. Excuses, Michael. Just kidding. Uh, and so like, you know, I was, I didn't feel alone by any means by leading this trip, but you know, it was a whole new experience for me by, you know, planning and, you know, there's so many different details and things, you know, yeah. and like I really faced, you know, adversity when it was probably about a month before we released the registrations for the trip. Uh, I hadn't even found an organization to go um, to serve with and because I had called like three or four different organizations or whatnot and they were just like, you know, they, were, they said that, we're, you know, we're not looking for student teams and we basically want skilled you should say, well, we're not looking for you either. Yeah. <laughs> I was like, yeah, well, whatever. Yeah. You know, and so, you know, I called like three or four people and they're just like, um, you know, yeah, we want skilled professionals. We're really in the rebuilding process and, yeah. you know, students more than likely aren't going to be good at that stuff. Yeah. And, and I was like, well, what do we do? You know, yeah. do we find a new trip or something? So yeah. had some things in my back pocket and then I uh, found this organization called, um, it was called the Harvey Housing Recovery HHR Project. Um, and they're like, yeah, bring them on down. And awesome. so, um, yeah. So, so you wouldn't say everything was perfect by any means. No, not, not at all. <laughs> not at all. But you showed up and you, and you mobilized some things to happen. Yep. And that's, that's, yeah. I give them one of these, yeah. Grace, we're back to you, Gracie. Um, I want to ask you what you learned about God on this trip. What did you learn about God from what you saw? Mm-hmm. I would have to say that, you know, even when you think all hope is lost, there's still that light at the end of the tunnel. Sure. Because um, we were, um, this one uh, couple, I just remember we were, they were still, they were in their garage just cutting up something mm -hmm. for their house. And we were um, putting trash into the trailer and they were just trying to like 
um, give us money. They're trying to stuff, saying they need food and all that stuff. Yeah. And we're like, we just didn't accept it because we're like, we just want to do this just to help you. Yeah. And um, they called all of us angels and they started <laughs> crying. Mm. And um, it was just kind of like a moment of, you know, it doesn't take a lot to stir up hope. And when you stir up mm. that hope, that's when, um, you know, you yeah. bring that focus not on you, yeah. but to Christ. Yeah, that might be the tweet of the night. It doesn't take a lot to stir up hope. That's awesome. Thanks for sharing that. Reed, what did you learn about God on this trip from your perspective? Um, what I learned about God is I, I believe he does everything for a reason. Um, yeah. Everything he does has a purpose. I believe he did that just to show people there is hope no matter how hmm. hard times are getting. In terms of like you guys showing up yeah. to help them. Yeah. yeah. Isn't it awesome to think that you are a part of the kingdom giving people hope? Like you can be a part of that, but it's only if you step out, right? Because you could have done a lot of other things on spring break rather than, than go and help people pick up their trash, right? That's awesome. Yeah, like watch Netflix, right? <laughs> Brian, I, I have a question for you. Um, actually, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to end on, on a question for you, so I'm going to skip ahead. Um, Jacob, how does, how does what you did last week line up with the mission of Element? What does that look like? Yeah, so, um, you know, Christ calls us, you know, to serve one another and whatnot. And so, like, you know, if you look at our mission statement of the church, you know, it says worship, yeah. serve, grow. Yeah. You know, as, you know, me, Josh, and Parker, you know, we try to model that, too, for you guys. And that's something that we, we value is, yeah. is worship, serve, grow. And so, um, you know, just taking, creating a, a missions trip and, and doing that, you know, um, I think really, mm. really models what, um, you know, we, we want from you guys um, in the serve aspect. And, you know... Um, if you, you know, on a Sunday morning, if you're here, um, you know, we have a, a middle school, uh, Sunday school, but we don't have a high school one. And that's because, you know, we, we would rather have you high schoolers to be serving in the local church yeah. um, with the kids' men's mm. or anything, you know. Mm. And so I think by that, you know, modeling. Because that's like a lifelong thing where you, where you give of right. yourself for the, for the greater <laughs> picture and, of the green with division. that you know because of that yeah. we want you to learn how to serve that way once you graduate and you let's say you move into college you know and then we want you to go serve in in a local church yeah there. like you already know how to be a a useful kingdom impacting part of yep. of something else after you leave element because here's the sad truth you won't be here forever everybody say student ministry is so hard because i make friends with all of you and then y'all leave me but I don't want you to stay either, so it's a weird thing. Um, Grace, uh, uh, three more questions here. Three more questions. That's not personal besides the really personal thing. Um, Grace, can you share three wins that you saw in other people um, during the trip that you saw? Three wins. Mm-hmm. You didn't see anybody on this trip do something great? Okay, so we'll switch to Reed while you think. Reed, tell us about a few L's that happened on this trip. <laughs> but you only have a few minutes. You only have a few minutes. Um, uh, Kel kind of fell head over heels for his girlfriend in the trailer. Yeah. Uh, he had to get stitches, but mm-hmm. he, was, he was fine. He was fine. Good. Is there anything else that you need to share? Um, 
Tim, yeah. uh, Timo decided to look big and throw a garbage bag by himself, and it ripped over, like, everyone. Yeah, so what did that smell like? Oh, oh my it was God. bad. <laughs> And Brian, I hear that it landed pretty much on your back. <laughs> Good impression. Uh, I just imagine how, how red Timo's face is right now. Um, did you think of a few wins? Can we come back? Okay. Gracie, give us, give us a few wins that you saw. In- um, it was the fact that we cleared so, many, so much trash mm. from people's houses in front of their houses. And not only that but we cleared red X's that were still on people's windows. Oh, interesting. And so it was kind of like a, like a sore point of the house. And yeah. it was just like an eyesore. And so it was, I, it would get, I would get annoyed by it. Yeah. And um, also we were, it was the last day and we split up into a couple of groups. One stayed at the house to help hang up drywall and me and this other group went to go and pick up more debris and mm-hmm. there was still like a blow dryer and a t-shirt and I think it was like mm-hmm. a hanger in the tree mm-hmm. and so a, a wow. few of the guys went and um, got that stuff out of the tree for the homeowner. Awesome. That was pretty cool. Awesome. Thanks for sharing that. Brian, I'm going to end on a, on a question. Um, how do you see what, what we did last week, what you guys did last week in this mission um, how does that reflect the mission of the church? Well, I'll tell you what. Um, I've seen our kids give people hope hmm. uh, and extend love. Yeah. That was so, I was so impressed. Yeah. Um, I mean, we were picking up nasty stuff yeah. all day long. Yeah. All and you knew long. it was nasty because it was on and your back. As soon, yeah. <laughs> as soon as we'd stop, it was like, oh, I mean, she, the gal we were with, she couldn't believe how fast we were loading things. Awesome. It was just, you know, um, for all you that, that didn't go, it's, it's very rewarding um, when you see people that have no hope come out and, and they cry. Mm. Yeah. And that's that's just love. They, yeah. they, they know that's, that, that's all it is. Yeah. You can't do this without that. Yeah. So how do you see that lining up with what the church is meant to be? The church is, is meant to, to reach the hopeless. Yeah. We're not here for each other. We're, we're meant to reach the people that are, that are lost, that are yeah. hopeless. Yeah. And we do that through love. Yeah. Yeah, I love that. It's kind of like this idea. It's like we're not here just to form a club. We're not here to just make each other happy, but it's to help that next person have hope, right? Man, that's awesome. Hey, round of applause for... I I, I want to say one thing. One more thing. Shut it. Shut it. Why did you even clap? All these guys that went with me, I know I had to let them win once on this game we played. And so I'm sorry, but... Tell us the story, Jacob. Can I I say one more win? Yes. For the trip. Um, and share what happened, what he's talking about, about oh. that game. <laughs> no, you finish your story. I, I, they, they pl- you guys have some of the weirdest games I've ever seen. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, we're, we're, we're standing on playground equipment with our eyes closed it's trying to tag bad. somebody. And then you sit in a circle and they smack balls at you. <laughs> I, I heard that you got fed up with that. I said, I'm not playing nice no more. (laughs) After he got hit by the mighty Andrew Alcala, the lion. 
Jacob, one last story. Yeah, so one, one last uh, win of the trip. And, uh, and so after hauling all of this uh, debris, um, like I said earlier, it cost each family to uh, pay basically $500 to have it removed. And so after, after we did this whole neighborhood, we saved the whole community as a whole around $60,000. Mm. Wow. Awesome. Yeah, that's worth, yeah, you can clap for that. That's awesome. Thank you guys so much. Give them another round of applause. Um, I'm going to pray real quick, and then we're going to continue in worship. Lord, thank you so much for the opportunity to serve. Thank you for the, the opportunities that you give us around us. And, and God, we don't need to necessarily just go on mission trips, and that's the only place that we do what you're calling us to, but we can do that in our schools, we can do that here at Element, and we can do that in our homes even. And, and that's something that we, that we, we uh, look to you for, um, because we know that you gave us the best example of serving and love on the cross when you died for us, and, and you died for our sins, and uh, we get new life because of that. So, so we actually serve out of that joy and that, that satisfaction of, of knowing you. So we ask that um, the students in this room that, that didn't get the opportunity, maybe, maybe you know, they had a busy week or they had other plans or whatever. I, I don't want them to feel shame that they didn't go on a mission trip. But what I do pray is that you put in their hearts this longing to serve like their peers uh, are doing and showing them that it's not impossible. It's not impossible to help someone and give them hope. It's not impossible to pick up someone's trash. It's not impossible to sit by the kid who's sitting by himself during lunch. It's not impossible to help that one, one student that's an outcast that dropped their books to pick it up for them. Um, let us lead with that heart and that in mind. And I ask all these things in Jesus' name. Amen. So if you guys have uh, been coming and attending Third City for the past uh, roughly three years, you may have noticed uh, some signage. We've been we've been going through this campaign called uh, Uncommon, and essentially it's it's this campaign uh, for people to be uncommon and to and essentially give generosity or give generously to the church. And and what that did is it basically created us to have the funds to you know build the the seating uh, in the balcony and in the plaza. Uh, if you weren't here before, that, that plaza room didn't exist. And so essentially it created this, uh, it, it developed where we could reach more people in the city of Grand Island. And you know, as, as Christians, you know, God calls us to be uncommon and to, and to give generously. And maybe you're, maybe you're thinking, you know, man, I don't, I don't have money, Jacob. I don't have money. I don't have a job. How, how am I supposed to give funds to the church? You know, I'm right there with you. You know, I'm a student. I don't have money. But, you know, there's something, there's something you can do, and it's what these students did. They gave generously with their time. They gave generously with their time, and that's what Jesus wants. But, you know, we're about to sing a song, and it, says, and it goes, here's my heart, Lord. And then, and then later on it goes, here's my life, Lord. Because God, God calls us a life of generosity. And God calls us a life of serving one another. So as we head into this song, I want you, I want you to ask yourself, where, where's your heart at? Where's your heart at with generosity? And the next thing I want... Here's what I want you to think about is, is what is one thing you can do tomorrow to be generous to someone else? 
What is one thing you can do tomorrow to be generous? Thanks for joining Element. To find out more, go to thirdcitychristian.org backslash students.